Hello, folks. It is Malachi Watson, and welcome to the very first episode of Ampersand, my new podcast. So I wanted to do this intro episode that I plan to call who I am and how I got here to sort of introduce you all to who I am, how I sort of got into the digital media space, how long I've been doing it, and just kind of what my goals for this podcast are, what I think could be fun, and just what the overall plan is. Um, I'm being a little bit type A. This was originally going to be called the Type A Podcast, but there were too many other podcasts with that name, and I'm recording this on May 25th. In this episode, I plan to release it on September 2nd, like a Friday schedule. So um, this is called Ampersand because I love using ampersands a lot more than I like typing out A-N-D, if you didn't know what that symbol was. Um, obviously not in like essays and formal papers and stuff, but just like on social media and when texting my friends and one of those people who like types in all lowercase, I'm not sure when I'm going to get over that. I'm pretty sure I turned my auto capitalization off in like 2014 and I just have not gone back and I don't plan to anytime soon. But yeah, I've just always had a really like particular brain for like the way things look visually, whether it's like typeface or like. I don't know, keeping an Instagram theme, media. I am planning to be a media and creative advertising minor at IU, where I study musical theater. Um, But during high school, I did newspaper for three years. I was the staff editor for two years, which sounds like editor-in-chief, which is great for college apps. But no, we had like a team of like five editors. My junior year, my friend Emily was editor and my senior year was Cameron. So I was staff editor, but I did... Um, a little bit of designing for newspaper and a lot of writing for newspaper. Like one of the reasons that I'm sort of super into grammar and not even just if it's technically correct grammar, but just like how things look and if they're pretty. Um, I learned the word ampersand summer before my freshman year from the YouTuber Lindsay Rem. That was when I was still in my YouTube era, which I will talk about in a bit. This was also around the time that I carried a thesaurus around school. Um, Maybe that was sophomore year, I'm not really sure, but I think that explains a lot about me. My personality has always had a lot of interesting juxtapositions, which is sort of where the name ampersand comes from. It's like I'm Malachi, and I'm a dancer, and I'm a writer, and I'm a Leo. Just a lot of things. I know a lot of people are really into the term like multi-hyphenate right now, and I feel like I very much fall into that area. So I'm going to give you a little backstory. So I started YouTube really, really young. The summer after my fifth grade year, before I was switching to a public school district. So like moving, didn't know anyone. Well, not moving houses, but just moving school districts and didn't have any friends at my new school. I started YouTube. I was obsessed with like Madison Rose Beauty 1, Makeup by Mandy 24, like Mac Barbie 07, um, Meredith Foster, Still a Babe 09. That crowd, and I really wanted to make like fashion and lifestyle videos, but there weren't a ton of like boys in that space. I remember watching Drew Drexler a lot, Drew Scott. Basically, I just really liked that content, but I didn't see a lot of guys in that media space. So for a while, I kind of just did the typical like Connor Franta, Kian Lolly, JC Kalen, like not exactly comedy videos, but just like talking videos, tags, like that was really big on YouTube in that area. And then eventually I started doing fashion and lifestyle videos, morning routines, hauls, outfits of the week, and a little bit of like back to school content. And that got really popular over my like middle school and the beginning of my high school experience. I think at my peak for YouTube, I had around 
7,700 subscribers. Now it like is constantly going down or just staying stagnant because I don't regularly produce content. And I think I have a lifetime average of like at least 850,000 views, light flex. And I don't even know if that includes like privated videos. I'm actually going to look right now. Okay, I'm in my dad's home office in the basement and my connection is horrible. But like at least 850,000 lifetime views like as of a year ago or so. So I really, really liked that and I got super into the editing, creation, and it was a lot of fun. And one of the things that I feel like made my YouTube experience more positive and kind of how I was like able to grow at that rate at such a young age. And it was a fully one man studio. Like occasionally my mom or my sisters would like help me film for like B-roll walking shots. But like for the most part, it was like me, my tripod and my 2013 MacBook Pro against the world. But I'm like a big research guy. So I worked to like understand the YouTube SEO, which is search engine optimization, um, both just overall and what good posting times were, etc. But also like I learned how to target keywords in a way to like post the content I wanted, but like get it to pop up in as many places as possible. So for a while, that was like a decent income source, not like any income that could ever possibly stain, sustain a single human on the world. But like when you're 13, getting a couple sponsored videos a month and AdSense money in the background, it's like not bad. Doing that was kind of only possible in middle school because I had way less homework and then I wasn't really, I guess I was involved in school. I did like student council and I was on like the scholars bowl team, but I, none of those things really like affected my weekend. So I was able to like film on a Saturday, finish editing it, upload it, have it go up Sunday. At one point I was doing like two or three videos a week. I feel like I'm starting to overshare about the YouTube content. So I'm gonna, but I know, but I feel like it's part of how I got here. So let me keep going. But I feel like that's what made it possible. And then in eighth grade, I did theater a little bit in elementary school because the school I used to go to had like school theater, but my middle school didn't. And then in eighth grade, my best friend Kaylee got me to audition for a musical and I did it. And that was when I like fell in love with theater. If you know me now or you follow me now, you would know that I'm a musical theater major at IU and throughout my time in high school that took up so much of my time if you guys know about theater just like any sport it's like hours and hours night upon night I was also super into my academics I was number one well tied but number one class ranked my first like three or four semesters of high school I was on the mayor's youth council like the thespian board superintendent's advisory board like I really did a lot of work to try to make my college application stand out as much as possible. Um, especially the first two years when I like wasn't exactly sure what I was gonna do post high school. And I really wanted to get into particularly competitive academic schools like my sisters did. They were both on like full rides or close to it. Um, Hannah went to UVA and UNC. No, she did not. Micah went to UVA and Hannah um, went to UNC and did a semester at Duke because she was a Robertson scholar. So she's like a genius, as is Micah. Love them the most. But yeah, when I was doing all those things, like, and theater, like, YouTube just wasn't possible. And for a while, like, n not even just in high school, but like, probably until like a year ago, I would get like mad at myself because I'm like, I had this opportunity, this thing was growing, like, companies would notice me, and it was like becoming this thing that if I like played my cards right could have used to like build me up over time especially going into theater like having side income and just name recognition could be helpful in casting and just supporting myself but 
I honestly just don't like it. Um, I don't really think I have the attention span for long form video consumption or editing at this point. So it's like, why would I make it? Especially with TikTok becoming so big, I feel like I get to explore so much content and see from so many creators who are doing it on a platform that's more simple and to the point and also where I feel like individual creators have more of an opportunity to grow quickly. I've been posting a lot of TikToks recently this summer. One, just because it's fun, but two, just because I know like cross promotion is important. Back to that SEO keyword, but I know cross promotion is important. So in order to help grow my podcast, I want to be active on there and I think it's a lot of fun. So yeah, in high school, I'd pretty much made peace with my YouTube era being over at like, especially by the end of senior year. And then COVID happened, which gave me so much time. And I know everyone treated the first part of COVID differently, but just because of different like health complications in my family from when COVID hit like March 13th, I did not see any friends. I saw my best friend Kaylee in um, the day before my high school graduation, like two and a half months later. And then we did start to lighten up a little bit more in the summer. I had my senior dance recital, which was filmed, like no audience, but like I just had things that I had to start going to, but Anyway, COVID gave me a lot more time, so I kind of got back into a YouTube era that summer, and it was, like, fun for me to do it. It was fun that I did it, is a better way to phrase it. Like, I liked that I was doing YouTube again, but I didn't like actually making it. So then I stopped when I got to college. Obviously, BFA in musical theater, like, that semester, I had 21 credit hours. Like, doing, like, getting a degree in this field is just, like, absolutely crazy, so that wasn't something I was doing. I filmed a move-in vlog and then like uploaded it like January of the second semester and I have not posted anything since aside from random like self-tapes that are unlisted to submit to theaters. But podcasting is the media, podcasts and TikToking, but especially podcasting is like the media that I listen to and that like works into my life because I can listen to a podcast in the shower. I can listen to a podcast on the way home. Some of my favorites are Gals on the Go with Brooke and Danielle. Um, the Miss Congeniality with Eli Rallo, who I literally stand. She's reposted me like four times in the last week, which has been crazy. I also love Margot Lee, who does Working Title. I love, 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 love Match Made Podcasts with Katie um, Bilotti, Colby Cassie, and Adam Harrison. I especially love him because I don't really listen to any guy podcasters. All of those are like New York City people and that's like the vibe I aspire to. That's where I'm moving in two and a half years. And I just love to hear about life there and kind of get inspired just because being from Kansas, I'm only ever really like in the city if I like make a specific point to travel there. So Versus I have friends on the East Coast who will just like take day trips and stuff. So I've been loving like through other people's content, learning more about New York City. And it's been making my recent visits there a lot more fun because I kind of like know where I'm going and what I'm doing. Um, Basically, like I actually I don't know if I said this. I've been going through a phase with my main story on Instagram. Basically, since I went on beach week vacation with my friends, I've been like posting everything on Maine. And I just think it's so funny because it's like, why not main it? Like, who cares? Social media is not real. I finally turned off my likes. God knows I needed to do that in probably 2019. They like actively like do not matter and are not at all indicative of like self-worth or even like how much people care about you. But I had them on forever and now I don't care. I feel like I've spent a lot of college, especially sophomore year, being a little bit older, trying to be mature, like trying to do the chill girl persona. But I'm just like, that's actively not my personality. I'm like boisterous and bubbly and fun. And I feel like that's what makes the people who like 
actually are close to me or in like close proximity to me like me so it's like why would I want to appear different online why would I want to appear different going out like that's just not who I am so just trying to be more authentic across all facets of life I feel like not being authentic has kind of made the past couple of semesters they were great but just like in some aspects like hard for me um wanted to let you guys know this is gonna be like a seasonal podcast with weekly episodes I'm getting the first 10 recorded throughout the summer and just ready to go to go up throughout the fall just because I know I want to start off I like I don't want to put too much pressure on the project by having it all done but I want to start it off on a really good foot and I feel like this is just an instance of like know yourself and know your truth so I just need to get it all done if I want 10 episodes but I think it's going to be seasonal um one of my friends from high school Edward has had like two different podcasts one called fair admissions about college admissions and then one called duality with his friend Izzy Amoroso from college auditions and they didn't do multiple seasons but they just did like the 10 chunks and then it was done so I think that's what I'm going to do for this first season and then my goal would be in the future if it could be a more in real time type of thing like recording sometime during the week uploading that weekend or vice versa I have a lot of guests planned for this season um I'm gonna read some of them off I haven't I'll only read off the ones I've like contacted and talked to who I like know are for sure doing it but the other ones I don't see any reason why they would not um so I'm gonna have Emma Bishop and Lindsay Dahl who I went to high school with um Miriam Young, who I went to high school with, she was a couple years older than me, and Ashlyn Powers, who went to a different high school in my town, also a couple years older than me, has had pretty large social media influence, at least in our town, over the past, like, tons of years, probably like five or something, and we also used to do theater together when we were really young, and hopefully I'm going to have one of my professors on here, but I'll have to check with her. She seems like the type who would. Um, Some episodes I have planned, I don't want to give everything away, but... I have a big episode that talks about something really important in my, like, in the way I shop, in my fashion, and kind of how I've achieved my personal style. I have one about the transition to college, one about nuance in theater, one about me literally rushing fraternities, which makes actively no sense, but stay for episode 10 and we'll address we'll talk about that experience and a few more that I haven't mentioned because I want to keep some things a surprise so yeah I'm excited this gives me the whole summer to kind of design a cover get the social media going um you can follow the instagram at ampersand podcast that's a-m-p-e-r-s-a-n-d podcast and my personal is at malachi what's up m-a-l-a-c-h-i-w-h-a-t-s-u-p um, that's always been my social media because when I made my YouTube channel in sixth grade, I was like, I don't want it to be my like first and last name. And honestly, like my parents weren't really like monitoring what I was doing on the internet, which like maybe looking back is not the best. But yeah, they didn't like tell me I couldn't use my last name. I just like, I just didn't want to. And now it's just kind of stuck. Um, I would change it if like Malachi underscore Watson or like malachi watson were just available on instagram or anywhere else but they're simply not i actually have malachi.watson like saved in case i ever want to do that but at the moment it's all malachi what's up same with tiktok same with youtube if it changes i'll let you know and honestly you would probably see on my social media before that happened okay i'm gonna go into a few terms that i feel like you guys should know if you're gonna be listening to this podcast 
Me and my friends have so much silly banter. I feel like it's mainly my best friend Kaylee from home and my best friend Mac at college. We just like come up with these phrases, some of them like intentionally, like we know something doesn't make sense in a sentence, but we just start saying it and then it kind of develops its own meaning and personality of its own. And then some of them just start happening. The first one that you guys have to know is the phrase main. I was actually going to call this podcast the main event podcast, but there were too many with that name, just like type A. I'm sure there's something else with ampersand, but the Instagram was free and I didn't like see anything that was like major on Spotify or that was literally called ampersand podcast. If there is, don't text because I just, you know, I'm, you know, I'm already branded. But Maine started basically in high school. I want to say junior year. Me and my best friend Kaylee, we would just sometimes like we'd send each other people's stories, which you know, think what you will, but we'd send each other people's stories and we'd be like, oh, why is this on their main story? And then by like first semester, freshman year of college, um, and she goes to college like four hours away from me in Missouri, um, we'd just be like, oh, main, like, why is this on their main? And then first semester, sophomore year, I started saying that out loud with my friend Mac. And it was kind of funny because I would say there was a good two months. We were in the same ballet class. I'll fill you in on who these friends are later. Those two are on an episode with me together. But there's not, like, negative stigma attached to Maine. It's just like, oh, this is a lot, and you're, like, doing it in public, which is funny because now I'm posting so much on my main story. I'm going to open my sparkling water. But we just started saying that one all the time, and it got to the point. Max a business major. I'm an MT. But it got to the point where she would, like, hear people saying that in her business classes, and, like, not like we could have explained it. It just got used so frequently, I guess, between, like, me probably saying it at fashion magazine things, Max saying it at sorority and frat things and like all our friends repeating it it just got kind of big so that's one you should really know I talked about that one way too long other things I say active and actively I'll just like oh you're actively which like that one works in normal grammatical context I just say it a lot okay this one is with Mac it's like local in New York we started saying this one time after a rather a fun evening in college when we woke up the next day and just really felt like we had to have bagels we were getting bagels and I just said something was like local. So now we're like, oh, that's that's local. And it, that's one that's like the girls who get it, get it. The girls who don't, don't. People will ask about that. They'll be like, oh, am I local? And like, I want to answer honestly, but I feel like it's more just like a vibe thing. And it's like, okay, the antithesis of local is New York. Um, That's where I want to live after college. One, obviously because of theater, but then two, I've just always wanted to live in that city. Not always, but like last three or four years, it's just been like such a dream of mine. I know so much about it just from like research and the like few experiences I've had being there and I'm going to live with my best friend Mac there. Address I use a lot. It's just like talk about it. Address like, but I like, you know, some of these phrases, it's not that they don't make sense. It's more like the frequency and like context in which they're used. And me and my friend Gracie always say address as if, which is just like planning ahead. Like, oh, we know we're going to a party we're not sure how it's going to end. I live on the other side of town. Let me bring pajamas, like addressing as if. And then if something changes, it just changes. Extremely is an important one. Just like, oh, extreme, like extremely extreme. It's just like very like, yep, 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 yep is another one. I'm probably scaring the crap out of you guys. Okay, these two I wrote down, but I just can't address them. A newer one is like, what the hell behavior. I started saying that on Beach Week because my friend Kaylee says, what the hell all the time. I feel like people including myself, used to always say, like, what the other expletive. But now lately, it's just been like, what the hell? Like, and when someone does something that's off, it's just like, kind of like main energy. It's like, that's very much what the hell behavior. 
Okay, and then I had my friend Max send me a list of the other ones. Okay, defines and demonstrates. Like, you define and demonstrate main. Like, you just, like, make an example of it. Um, okay, this one I'm not going to do. That one I'm not going to do. I have to wait till, like, senior year to address this. Um, oh, I always say rush blank. Like, rush, rush, rush. Um, like I said, we'll get back to the frat rush episode 10. Be there, be square. Um, realistically which means exactly what it means, but I just use it a lot. Oh, false narrative. Like, I'll be hungry and I'll be like, oh, I'm not going to create a false narrative that I wouldn't love to shove a donut in my face. Or I'll be texting that I'm going to be late to class and to let a professor know. And I'll be like, I'm not going to create a false narrative that I left on time. Like, tell Lauren, you know, that type of thing. And then you're passionate about it. You love it. Like, someone could say, I just got boba. And I'd be like, oh, you love boba. Like, you're passionate about it. So those are just some phrases I feel like you should know if you're going to continue listening. So I'm going to talk about my favorite music. No, I'm going to give you fun facts and then talk about my favorite music. So fun facts, I'm allergic to peanuts and tree nuts and maybe garbanzo beans. I'm pretty sure garbanzo beans. I went to a Mediterranean restaurant with four of my friends summer before freshman year of high school and had an allergic reaction. So now I just stay away from them, stay away from hummus. Um, my mom was bringing me a snack at my Elon University music theater audition and she did bring me hummus because she forgot. And I was like, oh, girly, I can't eat this. Okay, I'm a caffeine addict. I get that from my dad, except he buys coffee that he takes like eight sips of. And then it just kind of sits on the counter. It's one of those things like, is it the best use of money? No, but do I like his Starbucks points? Yes. Um, I'm really athletic, which I don't want to say surprises people. Maybe that's me just presuming and projecting. Um, as a child, I did gymnastics. Um... I also played tennis, gymnastics and tennis I did in like a realistic sense, like put a lot of effort into them, was like training in them, like took lessons, like club tennis, gymnastics, whatever. Basketball, I played in like fourth and fifth grade on like an intramural team. Cross country, I never like did did, but I guided a blind kid in cross country sophomore year, which is one of the most rewarding experiences I've had in life. Um, the, I... You know, I ran a little bit before that. Like, I was athletic enough to run, and I, like, did it to stay in shape. But that, like, really helps me, like, love running. Um, I don't do it all the time, but it's always a great way to exercise simply because I feel like when you go to the gym, it's, like, a whole process of, like, getting there, setting up versus running is, like, great cardio and low-key, like, a full-body workout. And it's, like, it only takes as long as, like, the run takes because getting back is part of the workout, if that makes sense. Um, and then I did dance a little, like, third through fifth grade, but I got, like, really into it. It was I was horrible if you saw my sophomore year recital. I'm so sorry. Me and my mom and my dad still talk about that. But I got really into that sophomore year of high school. And then junior and senior year, I, like, worked my behind off. I took class, like, five days a week with fourth and fifth graders <laughs> to get where I am now. Okay, music that I love. I love Maggie Rogers. Phoebe Bridgers, The Bleachers. I'm an insane Taylor Swift fan. And I've always liked Harry like the past three years, but I'm becoming an insane Harry Styles fan. I love Joshua Bassett, Grace Carter. And I'm always listening to new music, especially like soft, I don't want to say lo-fi, but like soft, like either like soft, somber music, and then also like music with a lot of hits and beats just because of like improv and dance and stuff. So that's basically everything I have to tell you guys. Since this is the first episode, like, I'd like if it was, like, a 30-minute moment, like, to the point. Oh, simple and to the point. Me and Max say that all the time. But I'd love if it was just, like, to the point. So 
hopefully it's around there. I think that's what I have to say. So thank you guys so much for listening. Like I said, I haven't picked a podcast distributor yet. Haven't decided if I'm going to self-upload how much money I really want to invest in this just because you don't really know where these things are going to go. But it'll definitely be on Spotify, probably Apple Music if you're listening there. I'm pretty sure you can rate and comment on Apple Music, but not on Spotify or maybe the other way around. So definitely do that. I would love, love, love if you could share this to your Instagram story. I'm not sure how to do that from like Apple Music or Apple Podcasts, but on Spotify, y'all know how it works. So if you could do that and like tag at ampersand podcast and maybe my personal if you want, I'd really appreciate it. So thank you guys so much for listening. I'm so excited to take you on this journey. Um, Today should be September 2nd. So I will see you on September 9th with two of my closest friends from my time back home in Wichita. Emma Susan Bishop and Lindsay Grace Dahl. Bye.